Not everything metal was created equal. What an ugly thing to say. The Metal Sucks Podcast. Shiggity Chuck and Godless attempt to bring order to chaos or just make stupid jokes about dumb people. Stupid. A person below normal intelligence. This is the Metal Sucks Podcast. Greetings and salutations, my fine yes! Welcome to another edition of the Metal Sucks Podcast. How you doing? I am uh, Chickity Chuck. Man, godless. And this is your As weekly examination of all things metal, the Metal Sucks Podcast. We post it on Mondays at MetalSucks.net, as well as on iTunes. So make sure you follow us one way or another, man. We've got lots of high Subscribe scores. on iTunes. On uh, iTunes. I g- looked at it. Give us five stars and tell us that we suck, because uh, that, that that's important. You can also follow us on Twitter and all that good stuff at Bearded Ape. I haven't been tweeting for shit lately, so yeah, you uh, rarely tweet in. I, man, in I don't know. I just don't have. I just don't have the ability to be funny. It's it's all right. You're neither right, but it doesn't stop me. Yeah, I've accepted it. <laughs> I've totally accepted the fact that that I cannot, especially in 140 characters. Yeah, I try to expand on things, and it's the internet. I'm trying to be a thought guy you know i want to be one of those thinker dudes and and have like you can't ideas think 140 characters it's the fucking internet man you, yeah. can't, you can't be i realize you know there's no heady conversation no. the best conversation i had last night was about white castle <laughs> that was the funniest thread that i think i was involved in was all about how awesome white castle is with a bunch of dudes from the south who fucking don't know shit about white castle <laughs> like you guys are dumb you think that's terrible uh but hey you know what man uh, it is the internet. What are you going to do? <laughs> and, oh, yeah, speak, it's going to bring up our first topic because it is the internet. Yeah. And the internet now has all kinds of things. Well, you want to talk about what's on the show, show real quick? No, I don't give a shit what's on the oh, show. Oh, come on. We got the Steel Panther interview. <laughs> okay, we're going to. No, uh, Vincent Axel, they got the chance to sit down with uh, Steel Panther. We're going to play a new song off their new album. If you haven't checked it out, I'm kind of in love. I kind of am in love with this new album. And I I swear, dude, I hate this band. I really do. Because I'm like, I grew up through that stuff. And, and that, was, that was a terrible time for music. But this is so actually good. It's just, it's, it's distasteful and fun. And these guys are also the same way. So it's it's pretty fun. I gotta I have to admit that I that I kinda like the new record. And their new web their website is even cooler. I don't okay. have you have you looked at it? No. Okay, it's cool like well, you can bring up you can play the whole album, right? But it's all channels on the T V. So like it's like a really bad television. It's 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 pretty right, cool. It's cool. actually a pretty cool interactive thing. So we're gonna talk to Steel Panther, we're gonna play a new song from those guys. Uh and also one of a Metal Sucks contributor, Groom Kim. We're going to talk to her about women's issues in the metal scene. How appropriate. Hmm. Weird. Hmm. Steel Panther talking about Bukaki Tears. Uh-huh. And then Groom Kim speaking about the hottest chicks in metal. I, I told you we had to do it. I know. You were the one that uh, you know wanted to make sure this yeah. happened. And, well, and we've we've talked, like, we wanted to talk to Kim for a while because that's one of her pet projects is, uh, is you know, talking about, you know, bringing to the forefront issues with women in metal because mm-hmm. there are metalheads that are women right you know just flat out so we're going to discuss that they all live in, in the new york and fort show. lauderdale but there, <laughs> there's some there. here there's a few here I, i'm proud to know a whole gaggle of them actually <laughs> and they're pretty awesome ladies are you allowed to say gaggle huh okay, would you say gaggle of guys no that's like that, yeah, i know that well, well no 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 no. what kind of a word is that well no i would say i would say <laughs> it, with dudes it's it's a bro uh it's a bro so you got a gaggle of bros no 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 you have a bro of bros 
it's the the bro is the is the uh-huh. is, is the thing. Uh, no, I don't know. I don't know. I'd say, You've been listening to too much Steel Panther. That's, that's what a I gaggle think. of anything. <laughs> it's not gargle, gaggle. Anyway. But you're right. The internet makes everything awesome. Well, it makes everything awesome, and or makes everything a matter of record, and that's uh, sort of what a lot of people I think are forgetting nowadays. Because, um, yeah, I, I made a mistake and didn't go to a show on Wednesday that was here in Austin and uh, suddenly some film popped up of it and I was like oh shit I should have went to that show damn it <laughs> uh, this week let's see two different incidents one was uh, arson and, ar- arsonists get all the girls they were playing at the Dirty Dog here in Austin Texas and um, yeah one of the singers got hammered yeah they got two singers hammered he was destroyed this, hammered. It, it sounded like this is the uh, guy and, well I don't it, uh, whatever I, that's maybe <laughs> what he sounded like when he was on stage at that point but <laughs> or man. after he got to the bathroom no i i decided it was a wednesday night show and i i've sometimes you know weeknight shows can be a little rough and i i didn't make it to the show and then when i saw this video bob i was like son of a bitch <laughs> oh damn it because i'm like oh look it's donovan he's pulling his own so off the stage oh look at that okay so the guy got really really hammered he got ripped and got yanked off stage basically. yeah yeah. And uh, yeah, that. But apparently, he face planted before the video started. That was the impetus to to start recording the video. Uh, and then who else? Who, what was the other one? Faster was, Pussycat. <laughs> that that was even better. Speaking they, of Steel Panther, because they caught the they caught like the face plant on camera. That yeah. was pretty awesome, and it was great because it went right into the bass drum. And now you're off stage. Yeah. We are done with you. But the best part about that was the faster pussy guy guys. Obviously, these guys are veterans. They know what it takes to rock because as soon as that guy face planted, they had the substitute ready to go. <laughs> he threw that bass guitar on. It's showtime. That's it, a good TM is what that is. That's yeah. a tour manager. He's like, I know every part to every song Hell here. Yeah. Pop up. Boom. I'm on stage and I go. I'm know? not even sure that faster pussy guy. That's really too difficult. I can't imagine the bass parts for faster pussy guy being <laughs> are pretty intense. Yeah. I can't. I don't know. He's got a lot of walks. He's got to do. It's pretty crazy, man. <laughs> but it sort of brought up the, we kept talking about is it. like, well, so, it's all good. It's all fine and good to get hammered, right? I mean, I don't have a problem with anybody getting drunk, especially fall down, you know, smash drunk, as long as you're not, like, driving home or anything like that. You're taking care of – somebody's taking care of you. I mean, you don't want to wind up on a subway or something and get mugged and or just fall asleep and wind up where you don't want to be. Right. So, but, you know, you're grown men. You're grown women. You can take care of yourself, right? That's I mean, right. I mean, that's – you should be able to do whatever you want with in that respect. But but if you have people that are paying to come see you at a show, I would figure that you would have a little, at least a little bit more respect for the the people that are coming out to your show and uh, and paying you money. Yeah, for the bass player, nobody's paying to see the bass player in Faster Pussy yet. <laughs> but for the singer, two of one of two singers for a band, uh, the arson, arson, arsonists get all the girls. Yes, yeah, uh, yeah, that that you you definitely have to be the drummer and the vocalist have to be sober. I, I don't know. I think even the guitar player, man. I mean, if you if you got a guitar player that's like, you know, it's it can get bad either way. Yeah. I think if you are part of a band, it's part of your responsibility to be at least sober enough to play the music that you are that that people have come to see play. I mean, I've seen I've seen High on Fire enough times to see Matt Pike and how drunk that dude's been on stage. Yeah. But watch him destroy it. I mean, destroy it. And I and you know he was like just three sheets. But watch him just do an unbelievable job when he was hammered. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's one thing like if you if you can't deliver, 
And, you know, sometimes shit happens. Too many people bought you Jaeger shots. And next thing you know, it's you know, it's gone too far. But you got to know, you got to at least know your limits. You know what I'm saying? And the dude from Faster Pussycat, I'm sure he's old enough to uh, to know his limits, right? You know, he's probably <laughs> figured it out once or twice where the line is. And it might be time to, like, you know, stop. But, uh, you know, arsonists get all the girls. They're, they're no spring chickens either. I mean, they're not, like, 19 or anything. But, right. But I mean, those dudes. You figure that they would uh, they would be able to call that and make the call. I kind of feel. I don't feel bad. I feel bad for the crowd because you know they spend a little bit of money to watch something, but then they oh. get then they get this whole other show. Yeah, so they get like, the right. yeah they get a, the, the the show they didn't expect. I mean, look at you. You're like, I wish I'd gone. See, it's not you're not wishing that you were there because they did that cover of you know, I don't know, like whatever. The, yeah, yeah, uh, Laz Rocket or something. You're you're missing that. You're you're Laz bummed. Rocket? I don't know that the first band wow. name that could pop into my okay. head. That would be like, wow, man, you never get to hear a Laz Rocket cover, but. <laughs> Like uh, yeah, but you're 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 bummed out. You missed it because there the, was like this the dude face planted, whacked out show. Yeah, it's always interesting when weird stuff happens. Absolutely, and, and when it gets caught on video, that's the gift that keeps on giving. But uh, but see, I don't know. It'll get old. I mean, it definitely could get old. I mean, you d- you know, it's one of those things where if you showed up every show and did the same thing, exactly. That's that's where it becomes a problem. Like if it, yeah. if, if you're doing it every show at a tour, then then you know you might want to. You might want to rethink things. Right. But even if you... But if on you, a Wednesday night in Austin, Texas... Or even if like all these different bands keep on getting guys passing out on their bass drum, then it becomes a, a, an issue. But every once in a while, that's freaking funny. And that's good. <laughs> is it though? I mean, yeah. is it funny for the people that pay money to go see your band? Are there anybody who's like a really, really huge arsonist there, get all there, the girls there, there, fans? There, there might be. I mean, there might be. But <laughs> for, for that dude, the, his enjoyment, uh, now he only gets one out of the two singers versus the rest of us get to enjoy watching this guy do his drunk dance on stage. Now we stage. get a good viral video. Yeah, hey, come on. That's much more fun. Nah, true. True. I can see that point. But I mean, I think, you, yeah, I think, I think the trick is, is when it becomes an, an issue that is ongoing, you know, over and over and yeah. over and over again. So we'll give you this one. All Unle- right. Well, unless you're Matt Pike, in which case, as long as your health is good. Dude, whatever works. True. I mean, there was a I forget, I forget the name of the band, but there's a band whose album I've uh, I've got and I've listened to for years, where the singer it was quite obviously hammered out of his mind during the recording. But like the way you know, he's got that like too much drool in the mouth spitting yeah, thing as he as he's about. doing the really fast part in the song <laughs> and and slurring everything. But it made it great. Uh, I mean, uh, another example of that would be. Uh, Oh, what's that band called? It's Afghan Wigs, where like the guy was just that first album. He's just hammered out of his mind. Recorded the whole album one night, and it's just it sounds great because it's you know he's just slurring everything, and it adds to what the you know the the what the the songs are kind of about. It's about that sort of depression and and hitting rock bottom and all that stuff, you know. And you know, and it sounds like the guy who just rolled out of the gutter recorded it. Now you start to believe it. Well, and there's that. What's that? What's that new commercial? I guess it's for Jack Daniels or whatever. Where it's uh, three rocks and a two fingers, and it's uh, Frank Sinatra every night when he went on stage. He <laughs> went, Gentleman Jack. You know, it's like okay, so you think back in time too, right. 
and and back in time how you would approach you know the performing and things like that and you're talking about sinatra you know that dude would be a a few sheets he'd get going you know it, it would help him loosen up a little bit yeah you know? dean martin face planted yeah, in the totally. drum riser at least four times during his career and <laughs> so i mean didn't do him any wrong get arsonist get all the bravo you get a viral <laughs> video whatever it takes man the it, dean martin of metal right hey, there man, there you go yeah I'm, I'm i'm happy to see that you're doing something to further the band you're if if you got to do any kind of viral video whatever it is man it could be it could have been you with a hamster in your ass instead it's you taking a you know just being a drunk asshole on stage it's funny that you bring Actually, up he, those. Was, he wasn't an asshole he no. was he no looked, he looked like a friendly drunk no he looked like he totally looked like a friendly drunk because when they grabbed him on stage it's like come on man okay i'll go i'll go over here i'll, I'll walk on yeah. stage it's all good i don't want to be up here right now anyway but yeah i might okay. have peed my pants <laughs> I, I pooped myself uh, thank you but it's funny you bring up like those old frank sinatra shows and stuff because that's you're exactly right it's it, it, you listen back to those, uh, uh, you know, from, from Vegas, where like it had uh, Sammy Davis Jr. and Dean Martin, yeah, and, Rat Pack all, stuff. yeah, the Rat Packs. So like those shows were immensely popular, and half the fun was everybody in the audience getting hammered too. That's just a big drunk party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's you listen back to it, and those shows are almost unlistenable because they got you know they can't finish a verse. You know, they, they just get interrupted, the whole thing. It's not funny. But it worked back then, so who's to argue with success? Well, I mean, it, come on. The The difference is is that that's a shitty audio recording from a, from some room in Vegas, uh, and now we've got a you know, pocket HD video. Uh-huh. Now we can see exactly everything that goes and on. And now we see what really is funny. And that's great. <laughs> I'm like, oh, man. Oh damn it! I mean, that's the, that, the. I guess that's kind of the 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 weird thing is that so much of it is it's vulnerability because because you are you're they could catch you doing anything at any time, you know, smoking weed, doing coke, whatever, doing any backstage antics. You know, some dumbass with a camera could catch you doing this shit, and it'll live forever. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's uh, kind of dangerous, but at the same time, really fun. Yeah, it's funny. Get drunk get high have fun I, I you know i think that you know I think it's th- fucking metals what it is bro <laughs> i don't fucking remember metal. if it was vince or axel somebody was writing on the website about how you know you got to cut these guys a certain amount of slack because it's like half the time they're not getting catered they're not getting any food they're not oh, getting no, nothing not at all but but they're getting free drinks yeah yeah man yeah. you know the drummer ain't gonna use his drink tickets well and and well no not even that just think about how uh how people pay back when you're at a bar yeah. What did, did, yeah. Let me buy you a drink. Let yeah. me buy you a shot. Let me buy you this. Let me buy you that. You know what? Buy a t-shirt instead. No, 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 no. Buy if the dude wants a shot, he wants a shot. That's I know, how we, but the, that, you, you can't. You, you don't drink enough. The shot is not. I, I am. Yeah. I am an alcoholic. So right. that's how you pay people is in shots. Yeah, I don't. know. I'll buy your t-shirt. And I'll get you fucked up. Well, see, buy more T-shirts instead, because nah, the, the, nah. the T-shirt's going to get you to the next gig. The like, shots, not. Like, like we just said, the viral video lasts forever. Yes. So that he just made even more. Why? Because we're talking about it now. Yep. Who was on the website? And it's got legs. The story. The, it's I the guess, most I've ever talked about arsonists get all the girls. I'll <laughs> exactly. tell you that right yeah. now. Well, I think and the, faster pussy again. The rule. <laughs> yeah, the rule. The 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 end up. You know, I think the lesson we all learned from this is if you're gonna buy a shot for a musician, you buy it before the show and you buy lots of shots. 
Mm. You don't get just mm. one. You got to get like six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, otherwise, it, there's or no point. And, a, and you, you don't buy it after the show. The other it's thing is, uh, is <laughs> you get them for the whole band, and usually one or two dudes in the band will be like, I don't drink Jaeger. Uh-huh. And then that one guy who does, uh-huh. he gets those three shots, <laughs> and it's just sort of, it's a multiplier. Yeah. But and then you get the camera out. I guarantee you that was guy had to be Jaeger. Had to be Jaeger. Yeah. I, just I, I know that feeling. Uh, it's hard right, to, yeah, right. it's hard to upload from VHS to you. <laughs> <laughs> right totally all right we need to get into this interview with uh steel panther it's uh kind of short uh the guys didn't get, have long to spend with them uh backstage but got a chance to talk about spandex farts and uh some of their new songs like one of my favorites that we're gonna play uh, <laughs> gang bang and the old folks home uh steel panther with vincent axel on the metal sucks podcast <laughs> This is Vince. This is Axel. From Metal Sucks, we're here. We're interviewing Steel Panther. Here with Steel Panther. What's up, guys? Dude, it's a pleasure to be here. Oh, it's great to be Thank here. You. I'm Isaac Hyde, and I love you guys. This is yep. awesome. You know what? I know there's no cameras. This is audio only, but we look so bitching right you now. You guys look awesome, look totally I have to awesome, say. Yeah. I mean, the display of pants in this room is just incredible. Well, we like to call them, uh, refer to them as spandex and cock enhancers. Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, no, it's fine. I, this is why we're doing an interview, so you can learn about the panther. And that's the uh, first thing you learned is it's spandex. I mean, I, I would like to start off with that incredible display of flatulence in the last interview. I mean, that was really something. Joy. Congratulations. Thank you. He just farted if you didn't hear that. Have, has anyone, but it's not bad. Has anyone ever farted during your interviews? Um, that I you mean, know I have. The, the, you know, oh, I can't speak for, air, for anyone else. Like loud? You farted loud? You know, I mean, that might be the first time right there. That's tight. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Congratulations. Making history today. Butt's tight. Do you hear that? Yeah, it, yeah, I heard. You might want to check on that one. Yeah. Who, who has the stinkiest ass in the band? Uh, uh, without a doubt, it is our lead singer, Michael Starr. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Because when you sing on stage, it, uh, it requires a lot of core. So I'll be squeezing really hard to get a note out, and sometimes it will... Like that's a shart a little got bit. Got nothing to do with the smell, and the though. Poop will come out, and no. then it just laces the bottom of my butthole. Listen, with the sweat that drips from my back because I'm oh, half that's Mexican. Great. Everybody poops, poops though. That's the thing. I don't. It's really dirty. That really doesn't Stinky. account for how bad your your shit stinks. It's everyone poops. Every, we've all read books about it. Um, yeah, Mike, poops. Michael Stipe. Fantastic book. Michael Stipe. Yeah, wrote a song about it even. And uh, but the fact is that. The, sm- the smelliest fart I have ever smelled of anyone ever uh, in the human race yeah. was Michael Starr. Oh, yeah. Not long ago when we were in a country called Luxembourg, waiting to go on stage, I walked into a cloud of stench that it was, was almost, it probably could have killed a rhino. It was so gross, I, it fucking, it hurt Dead me. animal level, like, like serious. Me out. It was so bad that I can't even joke about it because it was, Not I, could, cool. I couldn't believe it. It's like joking about the Holocaust or something. You can't do you it. You just don't do it. You just can't do it. It was a bad. It was the worst smell I've ever smelled in my life, it and it came out of his ass. It lasted so long, it wouldn't go away. Yeah, I, I, just, what do you do about that? You just hide and take cover you somewhere. Try, try. You try to run away, but it it it, it goes. It just follows you. you. It's like a yeah. fucking horror film. If it were me, I, if I had released that that into the world, I would be on the phone with. With the emergency room immediately. I would, or in this book of world records. Or both. Yeah. You know, I would be getting my insides checked out just to make sure that nothing had actually died inside me. It was awesome. It was awesome. So, Michael. So, anyway, Michael. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. 
Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, you win. Um, so there's a, there's a song on the new yeah. album called Gang Bang at the Old Folks Home. Is this based on a true story, or uh, what's what's the story behind it? It is based one? on a true story. Michael actually uh, used to deliver pizzas uh, not too long ago, about six months ago. Oh, wow. And, uh, well, congrats on moving up in the world. Yeah, Thank did. you. Well, he's still doing it. But not full-time. Yeah, he's not full-time. Yeah, but he did have an experience. I got to leave, actually, in a few minutes to deliver a pizza. Yeah. Oh, he's man. What's on it? Oh, probably pepperoni and sausage. Uh, <laughs> probably. Well, you didn't take the order? Or what? He doesn't cook them. He I'm just delivers them, man. Dude. You can't focus on two things at once. Well, you know, I mean, he's got to know what he's delivering. Yeah. I know it's pizza. You know it's flat. And I know it has the address on it, and I just give that whatever's in it. So the old folks here, how did this uh, come into the... Uh, well, the pizza was the primary reason for the old folks' encounteration. Uh, what? Encounteration. What's that mean? This means when you're encountered and it's a situation and I put them together and it's called encounter, encounteration. Encounteration. Mm-hmm. Oh. It's a good word. It's Thanks. A great, it's a great word. Yeah. Now that I understand it, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Most of the songs, actually most, all of the songs are autobiographical. They all come from a place that is deep and dark and, you know, that it's called time and history. And we took those experiences, put them to song and, uh, you know, Gang bang at the old folks' home was something that Michael lived through, and came back and told us about it. And I'm frankly, I'm quite, quite de- jealous. He came back from death. He died. <laughs> he actually died. No, he that. returned from the pizza from delivery encounteration. Oh, okay, from the encounteration. Yes, because I had the tremosity to get through that type of ordeal. With, what? Yeah, tremosity. What's that mean? Wow, we're really learning a lot here. Are you don't know what tremosity means? No. Do you guys know what tremosity means? Um, Tremendous something itty. <laughs> Yeah, Tremendous kind of, yeah. velocity. Tremendous yeah. velocity. It's a real word. Tremosity. Tremosity. Yeah. Uh, that was the inspiration behind Bukaki Tears. What's the song on the album? Tears uh, of Bukaki. Bukaki Tears. No, you're right. Bukaki Tears. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, that's a great yeah. song. I think that I, that's that's one of those songs. Um, I know people personally who have made the mistake of being in long-term relationships. I was in one myself one time. You know, it lasted uh, almost five days. Congratulations. And when you're in a long-term relationship, it's very hard to keep it fresh with sex. And um, I have a personal friend who was in a relationship with, the, with this girl, and um, the girl was bored because his penis wasn't so as big as she'd like. Right? Isn't that how it went, Michael? So anyway, this girl yeah. decided she wanted to bring some other dudes into the bedroom and really you know, liven it up a little bit. And halfway through the experience, she pressed the go button. She released the Kraken. Yes. yes. And in the middle of the experience, she's got nine guys around her <laughs> ready to bust nuts. And she's like, I don't think I'm enjoying this as much as I wanted to. But you cannot stop that unless it comes. It has to come to an end. Well, well, once it's going, you can't. Once it's going. I mean, the freight train's rolling. Right. Exactly. You don't. enter those launch codes. <laughs> you enter the launch And turn the key. <laughs> you can't bring the new back. <laughs> yes. So anyway, basically, that's that's what happened. It was, it was, but it wound up. How did it wind up with you guys? It it wound up good. We broke up, and now I'm a single guy, and I and can yeah. be with anybody I want. Yeah, so you go. Congratulations. I, it is because I don't want to be tied down to one chick. Because when you are, it's annoying because you have to lie. Unless she literally ties you down. <laughs> that's even more annoying. No, oh, you can't get out. I'm gonna go to work. I'll be I back later. Shit on your face. Well, that's cool, but I don't like it when I'm tied up. You like say I sit or shit. shit. Oh, oh shit! Yeah. No. Shit, sit and shit. No Boston pancake for this guy over here. <laughs> no. BP free. So what? Uh, the new album is called All You Can Eat. All You Can Eat. We're talking about a shit. 
what is the most pussy you've ever eaten wow. in one day? Like the biggest pussy? In one take day? Take that question however you want to take it. It could be the biggest pussy. It could be the most in one day. Uh, that's a really good, that's a that really, a good that's question. A, that's the best question you've had so far. Thank you. Well, man. I've eaten one pussy out for at least two and a half hours. Wow. But I mean, that's not like a bunch of pussy, but that's one. How many orgasms she was on the rag, did she so have? So that was kind of unique. It is unique. Uh, she had a pretty juicy how, pussy. How did it taste? How many times did she come? Um, well, you know, I don't know, because sometimes they pretend, so. Yeah, um, you a know lot of I mean? times. Yeah, you know what that's like. And I just, I think maybe five or six times, maybe. <laughs> wow, congratulations. That is really, and that's what's your very impressive. Again? Donna, <laughs> <laughs> Bill, his clip was so big. But that was with Satchel's mom or no? No, no, it was with uh, some yeah, chicken. It could have been. My mom's been dead Sheffield for a while. Some shit. Yeah. Way to go. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got? Way to bring it in. Uh, okay, I think we got to wrap this up, but <laughs> I, I want to ask one more question. Okay. Hey, you know what? Ask it slow. We got time. Okay, I'm going to ask it really slowly. Okay. So if one of you, God forbid, left the band or let's say you know lexi took some mystery drug earlier and he od'd would you bother to replace them or would you just pull a gene simmons paul stanley and like get a guy in a similar outfit and hope nobody noticed that's a bridge we haven't we haven't crossed yet well right now we've signed a contract just recently saying that we're never going to stop rocking and mm-hmm. we're always going to fuck the bitches after the show and this contract is completely binding so who's the contract with how, how many bitches our lawyers signed, uh, set it up for us yeah. but like who punishes you if you break the contract well it's within the group core i mean oh i see what it but i don't know if we put in a provision for if somebody dies yeah, yeah how do we replace them i mean i think i think it goes out saying that you know, if Sticks died tomorrow, we'd probably have to we'd have to try to get somebody, Ricky Rocket or somebody just as good, you know, to continue to rock. And you know, if, what about if Michael Starr died, I'm sure we'd be on the phone with the guy from uh, Reckless Love immediately just to see if he could, you know, maybe. What, what about what about the hologram cause we were clause we were trying to put in? Cross, cross, with clause. What what did you say? The hologram clause. Santa Claus? No, the hologram we're not clause. Doing a hol- you know what? That technology is not... E- you're talking about Star Wars stuff. Okay. You can't do a hologram. Yeah. Right. I just thought maybe we could do that, and that way... Well, I think that we can live forever. We don't all get what we want. That's true. There I wish go. cocaine was free. Dude, you can't don't snort we all. a hologram. You can't. <laughs> no, you can't. I'd bitch it if you could, though. It's my favorite Johnny Thunder song. Wow. You know what? Hologram. If one of these guys died, and it was my decision, Steel Panther wouldn't be anymore. Of course, the drummer. Says that. that's a but very say, touching cause, answer. Because just like Led Zeppelin, how do you fill that spot and go? We're Led Zeppelin still. Nope. Well, it takes you, the four if, dudes. If you died, you wouldn't know that was happening because you'd be dead. Yeah. So it wouldn't matter. So it wouldn't right. matter to you. You know what right. I mean? But if I died. <clears throat> Then I wouldn't know either, so it wouldn't matter to me. I would, I would break up the band and let the legend of Steel Panther go on, fucking ride on into the sunset. Go out on top, bunch of drugs and bitches. That's how I would roll. I think that's a good answer, dude. What about you, Lexi? Well, if I die, you guys get a monkey and just put a mask on the monkey, and we could do anything that I guess I know that I'm not that good at at a, at a basin, but okay, I don't you know, care. Do you have any idea how, good, how much better looking you are than a monkey? Way better looking. Way better. Definitely better pants. Yeah. And I would, I would want you guys to keep on rocking, and keep on trucking. I don't want, I don't want to play with another bass player. What about you, Satchel? What would you do? What would I do? Yeah. Besides if, Ricky Rocket. What would I do if what? One of you guys died? What would you do if you died? 
<laughs> I don't know. I guess I just do. Well, right now I've been composing a lot of the music for the band. So I guess I'd be <laughs> decomposing. <laughs> I'm sorry. So you can't oh, teach that. No, no, yeah. to come around here. Yeah, you, right? Awesome. All right. Thank All right, you. Thanks guys. a lot, dude. Thanks thanks a lot. Thank you, guys. Thank All right. Good luck. Love love thanks. We love you. We appreciate it. Thank you so much. Oh, yeah.
So we figured that uh, we would counteract the um, intense discussion with uh, Steel Panther about heady issues like... I don't think we're counteracting. ...bowel movements and other things. I think we're supplementing. Uh, I, th- I think so, maybe. Yeah, but suppository, more like. <laughs> with, uh, with a special guest on this, this, this week's podcast, Metal 6 contributor Grim Kim. How are you doing, Kim? I'm all right. I mean, I'm hungover, and it's a Sunday afternoon, so I'm a bit rough. Woo! Generally, I'm all right. <laughs> uh, not, not too bad. But we okay. So, what did you mean? You didn't say we want to counteract. Well, it, all right. So, so counterbalance. Yeah, um, we, we we wanted to talk to Kim uh, for many reasons, but well, we've wanted to for a while. We've it, talked about absolutely. it during South by Southwest, um, and I felt like uh, with the with the fact that we were running with the interview with. Um, uh, Steel Panther this week, we kind of had to talk about sort of the general issue of the way the males in metal are generally treating females. And Steel Panther is a pretty emblematic of all that. So you kind of yeah. get where I'm going, Cam? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, they're kind of a shit cock rock band, not really a metal band, but they sort of travel in the same circles, I suppose. Just uh, some very nice PR guy who hopefully will never listen to this sent me the record. I'm looking at it. It looks, it's, it's like a porno grind record, but not as good. Like, there's, there's song titles on there that are just like, I mean, yeah, I get it. Your whole shtick is, oh, we're sexist, I guess. That's a pretty cool shtick to have, but, uh. They literally get a song called You're Beautiful When You Don't Talk, which follows Gangbang at the Old Folks Home and Bukaki Tears. You know, I think it was last week uh, there was that whole cancel Colbert hashtag thing, right? Oh, yeah. I've been following that a bit. Yeah. We're so like, so what happened was Stephen Colbert on his show was making fun of the owner of the Washington Redskins by being even more racist, if possible, as, as, as sort of a, a, a joke of it. And Steel Panther seemed like seems like in some ways that they're trying to do the same thing and that they're making fun of the sexism that existed in the original cock rock stuff by but, being overly sexist and doing it to the extreme but i'm not sure if the second part is appropriate to me it feels like it's the same victims you know what i mean it doesn't seem like they're really capable of satire looking at these thinking of the quality of the music and the the lyrics i think they just sort of found a shtick and were like right you're gonna do that now i'm gonna find it really weird defending steel panther here yeah but but they actually do do the genre pretty well absolutely and like as far as musically what they do like they've got that they've got it pretty much down the 80s the 80s hair metal sucked and then that's pretty much what it what it sounded like right there and all the stuff that was that they're saying out loud was all tongue-in-cheek references from van halen absolutely for 15 20 years so it's i i get it and what they're it just seems like they're they're just mocking it's it's part of the i don't know it's part of their shtick then it's not a very nice shtick to have very <laughs> i mean if you're gonna have a shtick what then Dress up like a fucking monster. That seems to work pretty well for some folks. Why do you have to be I, but the other, a ridiculous sexist? Well, to me, the other thing is that, okay, it's one thing to be blatant. It's one thing to be out there in the front. That's usually not the battle that anybody is fighting here or or the battle that's that's difficult to fight. Because that you can go point at that and look at that. Pff, okay, yeah, you're dumbass. Women are better than that. It's the people that you don't see or the argument that you don't that people aren't making overtly. So it's a, it's the covert thing or the thing that's accepted as the norm 
one of the reasons we wanted to talk to you was the revolver's hottest chicks of metal kind of thing. You know, that sort of blatant. Isn't it funny how that still exists? And that's what I'm saying is that, but that is a, that's not a tongue in cheek thing. That's not an over the top thing. That's a thing. That's a, we want to make some money and it's our highest selling issue of the year. Yeah, it's just like Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue. Yeah. Or the body issue now because, you know, you can see the baby, the bathing suits anywhere. Yeah. But 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 I guess I guess I I'm kind of on the same thing where like I'm just not sure that Steel Panther are making fun of that in in rock. I think they're making fun of the cheese rock to a certain degree, but I'm not sure that they're making fun of the message. I think they're just uh, doubling down on it. it. They've never said. I mean, maybe it's part of their shtick. They've never really, as far as I know, I don't really follow Steel Panther. <laughs> They've really made any statements or any allusions to the fact that right we're not actually total assholes like we are just you know kind of messing with you a little bit they seem to have a great time singing about glory holes that's enough <laughs> well it, <laughs> it, it, glad i don't listen to that kind of music well, it's I a mean, glory I hole trouble listening to extreme metal mm. about dealing with steel panthers songs about bukkake <laughs> instead we talk about cannibal corpse getting fucked with a knife and uh you know stripped raped and strangled and all kinds of other stuff tongue-in-cheek stuff the songs people go for like poor old cannabis corpse cannibal uh, corpse i know sure. but I, what i'm saying is, is that that's that's like the blatant song title sort of thing for you know it's it's obviously they're not speaking directly but it's a it's expression yeah misogyny is part of metal whether we like it or not at least lyrically and you know in various other aspects as well i guess i wish it was a 20th century thing rather than a 21st century thing i mean yeah what? could do without it i'll tell you what <laughs> could do without all that there's plenty of things to sing about you don't have to sing about raping ladies there's lots of stuff going on in the world sing about ukraine sing about muffins i don't care just contributing to rape culture like that is not really something it's, I, I'm really into. It's funny as, you bring you know, a chick. It's funny you bring that up because I was listening to uh, an EP by one of those band camp bands uh, called uh, Emancipen- uh, Emancipation Syndicate. They're called, and they're like just heavy modern politics. It's not like uh, uh, Alex Jones or anything, but it was like they're doing that old school politics thing that we, we've talked about in the past. It's just mm. is super super rare, and I was digging it. I was digging it hard. And you're right. Why why do we have to go back to these uh, sort of tired topics? I'm not I'm not a musician, but I, I listen to plenty of music, and I know plenty of musicians. I know some folks actually try to go above and beyond and write interesting lyrics or explore other topics. Like, I was just, I just interviewed Attila from Mayhem the other day. He was talking about, to me about quantum physics. Like, is it really necessary to have another song about, like, butts? Seriously. <laughs> well, if you look somewhere and there's no butt, and then you look back and there is a butt, and then there's no butt again, then that's quantum physics with butts, and that would be interesting. <laughs> it's a, I'll take that. You know, I'll take it. Existing in it's parallel universes. It's <laughs> awesome. a pretty low bar that's been set. I mean, I have my own personal feelings on listening to bands that have that espouse views I'm not into. I mean, I fucking love porno grind, and that's the worst stuff in the world. You know, I'm not here to police or preach about anything, really. I just, I mean, you brought a Steel Panther, and I think they're wank to begin with. And then they're this band that people think are brilliant and are, you know, they're all over the place, and they get to sing about just these ridiculous things. Do, do, you know, and then it brings up the next thing with cover art, because every once in a while there's like an album cover that pops up, and it's like, first of all, I don't know why people, in when there's this much technology available and great artists available, that people are still <laughs> using a drawing that looks like they did in fourth grade, but with lots of 
you know, uh, 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 <laughs> the lady with her arms cut off and stuff Cannibal Corpse did 25 years ago. It's like, come on. Come on, it's tired. Yeah, there's a huge lack of originality, which is, you know, even outside of the sexism aspect, there's metal, metal needs some more ideas. I mean, there's so many bands doing interesting things that don't have these tired genre cliches and tropes littered throughout their music on their album covers. But it's interesting you bring up um, album art and controversial album art. So I'm sort of not really involved, but I'm watching closely what's going on with Lord Mantis because I manage the band. and I've known the guys for ages. And their new album, the cover for their new album has stirred up some controversy. And it's it raises like questions about, you know, what is too extreme? What is what is art, and then what is offensive? Like there's there's a lot going on there. Now is that think, is that the 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 transsexual one? There's there's an image of uh, I'm thinking of the there's an image of like a green zombified yeah. trans woman who's in sort of got these symbolic harnesses and bindings and there's Charlie explained the art to me and he also wrote a statement about it that sort of. I can understand where they're coming from. I can also understand why, you know, some trans individuals and allies would be upset about it. So it's it's complicated the whole line between art and maybe something, and maybe shock value. Like I know that that's not what they're going for, and that they, you know, they're better people than that. But it's also I can see why people would leap to conclusions, and you know, it's a little more difficult to justify. You know, a, a cat, poor old cannibal corpse, a cannibal corpse style cover where it's just some chick hacked up. Like, what is, is there an artistic intent in that? Or did you just think it looked cool? Why did you think that looked cool? Right. There's, there's, metal is very complicated. Is <laughs> very it? Complicated. It seems yeah. like it's so, so ridiculously simple sometimes. Not the cultural aspects. And the, I mean, there's so much involved. Like, yeah, sex drinks and metal, but. There's a lot that goes into it. You should know that. You guys live this genre the way I do. Yeah. It's there's a lot there's a lot below the surface. But we don't something. live it like you do. We oh, we live it completely differently just by because when we walk into a room there's you know a hundred other white guys who look just like us and nobody looks at us twice. They That's definitely different. don't look at me. But <laughs> but you walk into a room and you know, their people are looking twice just because you don't have a dick, <laughs> and that's it, right? That's true. Yeah, that's true. I could do without that. <laughs> I could definitely do without but, that. But you live it totally differently, and 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 so you know everything that you do as somebody who, as a journalist, covers this genre. I mean, I would imagine even the interaction ends up being very different from what the way that anybody else or the way we interact with the musicians. <laughs> oh yeah, I know. We I think there's a veiled reference to our our last South by conversation in there. Like I told you the story about my first ever in person interview and how I was 16 and super excited to go backstage and interview Dragon Force because it was my first in person interview. And they spent the whole time trying to grab my ass. That was a nice introduction into uh, what it was going to be like to be a woman writing about metal. Would you be so kind as to post that interview online somewhere, like the recording? Oh man, I I was like that was literally you, ten years ago. Yeah, do you still have it anywhere? No, oh, fuck no, I don't even know where yeah, my right. shoes are. <laughs> <laughs> I have I've been through a couple laptops, and this probably honestly wasn't very good because I was sixteen. But uh, yeah, and also I don't really feel the need to give Dragon Force any publicity, even if they weren't creeps. I mean, Dragon Force. 
<laughs> but I mean, you also, I think there was a, this week or last week on uh, metal sucks. Uh, it said something about corporate Kalani or, uh, oh, yeah. and you know, it's, it seems like sort of a, I mean, honestly, we're, that's kind of what we're talking about is this, it's a systemic thing. It's a, it's an issue that dudes have because there are, how many what's i can't even think of the percentage of women that are at metal shows or in uh, journalism or market journalism for that matter there's i mean there are more and more of us there's a, a no, really significant amount of women that are involved in this world it's just um men are still not all men not all men at all but some men are still you know have that social conditioning to think that you know it, the metal is their toy and they don't want women who are also seen as their toys to come in and and mess with their other toys. They, it fucks their world up. They don't know how to deal with it. <laughs> is it social conditioning, or is it just a, um, I don't know, more of a, uh, uh, a opportunism? Mm, I'm not totally sure what you mean. I guess it's sort of like, you know, you've got album art that's misogyny. You've got, uh, or misogynic. Uh-huh. You've got lyrics that are. You've got all this other stuff that informs people, and they go, oh, great, this is how I can, this is where I can go to... Uh-huh. To um, uh, I don't know. Uh, continue to treat people negatively <laughs> uh, right. the same you, way, you know. It's I mean, if somebody already has those kind of views and already you know enacts that kind of behavior, I'm sure it doesn't help that they're surrounded. You know, they choose to surround themselves with uh, these pieces of art and these lyrics and this music that pretty much gives them agreement. Like, right, it's okay to think that women aren't human and that they don't you know, deserve to be a part of whatever little macho dream world you've conjured up in your basement. And then things like, you know, the good old hottest chicks in whatever tours and magazines and fucking calendars. They keep, they've got a really solid promo machine going on there. Things like that just help reinforce the fact that women are a novelty or they're a plaything or they just don't belong. Like it's not natural or normal for us to be there. And that is, um, is that, that overall opinion has gotten so much better in the past, you know, 11, 12 years since I've been going to shows. Because it's, you know, it's hard to ignore the fact that there are so many more women involved. There are so many women in bands, in the, in the business, that are writing, that are roadies, that are running shit. Like, it's, it's a really stupid idea to think that, you know, all of us, all thousands of us are just here to impress you know, the fat dude in the Sonata Arctica t-shirt or the Vlad Tepes shirt. Like, if anybody still thinks that girls are only going to shows to get guys or to look cool, metal isn't cool. And most metal guys aren't really what I'd describe as, you know, a catch. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, whatever. I don't know. I don't know what you look. Come on, man. My boyfriend's a very, very metal dude, and he's definitely a catch. But there's, I mean, the overall metal... You know, proletariat is not a, you know, there's not that many rock and scientists involved. And if a girl really wants to go impress a guy and like, you know, I don't know, land somebody, she's going to go to a fucking yuppie bar in Manhattan and get herself a lawyer. Like, are you serious? What was that? Uh, what was that article about the? Uh, it was the. Uh, was it how to pick up women at, at a metal show or? Oh, that's so gross! Oh, Who that was one that? of the creepiest things I'd ever read ever. It just—it's like it was like a really poorly written National Geographic special about a lion stalking a gazelle, in like a Morbid Angel T-shirt. Uh. <laughs> like, are you serious, dude? I hope. I, I told him 
I mean, it's Twitter, so no big deal. But I, you know, I mentioned to the author on Twitter that he was an absolute twat, and he was like, "Oh, well, you know, I like your writing. Like, it was just satire. Definitely wasn't satire, mate." No, it didn't read as satire. No, not at all. That's that's the excuse. Satire is the excuse that writers and quote unquote writers use when someone doesn't get someone doesn't like what they've written. Like, oh, I like that. Oh, satire, you should get it. Yeah, it's sort really? of it's sort of like having a movie that's like a supposedly a drama, but it's done so incredibly wrong that you know they go, oh no, that was meant to be wrong. It's a comedy, you know. No, no, it's a bad drama, you well, know. Yeah, and it's one thing when it's Evil Dead and it turns out funny, <laughs> and it's a whole nother. Well, they wanted it to be funny. Well, yeah, three sort of. No, but, yeah, it was Three Stooges. Saw the satire comment or whatever, and I was like, well, I don't know. That seems it. I felt like you were trying to make a play there for something a little more like actual dating advice or something, and Kim, it just you, didn't play well. Kim, do you think Dragon Force has assaulted anybody else besides us with our, our but just our ears? <laughs> assaulted is a very strong word. That's a very strong word. I, I mean, groped is a word I would probably use more more willingly. But there, I mean, it's not. Are they saving their gropings for girls under 18, or do you think that they're groping just, you know, women they find attractive, or what? I mean, I don't know. I haven't had any interaction with them for a very long time. But from what I would assume, the fact that they're sort of older, weird-looking dudes that are in a band that is somehow popular means that they're around more people and more women that maybe they wouldn't be normally and they might try to abuse that position of you know it is a position of power even if they are still in a shitty power metal band it's a bit funny but yeah i feel like they might like many other bands they might abuse that position of power and you know try to get what they want to somebody else's detriment i mean there are a lot of bands that misbehave there are a lot of bands that misbehave so i mean and it's definitely not okay, but I suppose think about it. If you take alcohol and some dude that thinks he's important and then some people, maybe some women that are around that think their band is cool and want to impress them or just are there because they want to be there because they have every right to be there. It's there's Things happen, not just to me. There's so many of my girlfriends and other just other women I've talked to have experienced you know, disrespect and... And groping and things verging upon, you know, even worse from bands and from people that work with bands and just people involved in this world. It's just, it's, I don't want to normalize it and I don't want to defend it, of course. But how do we change it? Stop being dicks. (laughs) (laughs) I know, but there's, there's no repercussions then. Yeah, they they really usually aren't because it's, there's a lot of victim blaming that happens anytime a woman finds herself assaulted or, or, you know, someone acts inappropriately towards a woman. And especially in this world, like in our last interview, I named a bunch of names of people that had treated me very inappropriately. And then I was really nervous about it. And that's sort of one of the reasons we're redoing this because I'm still not sure that I want to put myself out there and say, you know, this band, this guy from this band did this because there's always the fear of backlash. And I feel like men are a lot of people that are in bands don't experience that backlash that might make them alter their behavior because nobody wants because it's imagine if a guy in a totally different band some guy in a band grabs this girl a man 
or does something worse. And then she goes online a few days later and is like, got this guy from this band did this to me. And then immediately she'll be greeted by a chorus of, well, why were you there? Were you like, what were you doing? What like, were you wearing? Age? Yeah. What were you wearing? What, what did mm. you do to make him, to make him or to let him do that? And not many people want to put themselves through that. I don't want to put myself through that. Like I've mentioned a couple of things cause they happened many years ago. And I mean, if me saying that you're a creep ruined your career, then I am far more powerful than I thought. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just it's it's a difficult thing, and I think until these people start seeing more repercussions, then it's going to keep happening. I think as long really as they're an- anonymous, then there are no repercussions. Yeah, and it's really sad, and it's really pathetic, and it really does a disservice to the many, 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 many vast majority of metal dudes that are musicians and in the business and that are fans that are totally great upstanding respectful people there's like a small minority that just ruins it for everybody else because almost i've met literally thousands of people by now and most of them or a lot of them have been dudes that are into metal and they're, they're the best people in the world there's just a couple rotten apples here and there that really they're really rotten and they just kind of fuck it up for everybody but how do how how do we sort of get those few people to either change or go away? Sort of on them, I think. And it's really, it's, I mean, people just have to keep speaking up and keep saying, "Oh, this is inappropriate. You can't do this." And, and it's is I don't think I don't know, man. I don't have all the answers. No, <laughs> no but that's why we're talking about yeah. this because you know, I mean, if we don't explore the issue, I mean, it's it's yeah. kind of hard to kind of hard to shed the light on it. I mean, you got to yeah. and people people don't talk about this a lot. I mean, I don't really. This is the first time I've mentioned any of that stuff in ages, just because it's hard enough to be taken seriously as a as a woman who is in a male dominated industry, and then add in. The whole metal, the whole metal thing, and then I'm already at a disadvantage as far as being respected and being taken seriously. Maybe not now, because I've been doing this for so fucking long. But definitely when I was younger, and I'm sure my people that don't aren't familiar with my work. So adding on any sort of, if you acknowledge that too much of your femininity, people tend to not react well to that. Like it, I don't, it's it's bizarre. It's a bizarre place to occupy, really. It, it's funny because like when we, when we talked about this, I was like, you know, <laughs> Chuck would tell you, I was like angry, you know, just angry because I was like, well, you know, all right, well, what if what if we got the names and like we put them out on our <laughs> show and and that way it's coming from guys. I I'd be happy to do that. <laughs> but then Chuck made the great point, and maybe you would agree that it's like, well, no, because you're just coming in as sort of like this white knight and just sort of <laughs> reinforcing, you know, the the idea that the that women can't stand up for themselves. And that you need somebody to save you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which I thought was a very not, good point. And that's not true. But it still makes me feel so weak, especially when I think to myself, well, all right, so let's say my wife or, or my girlfriend or the other girlfriend all go <laughs> to do interviews with bands and, and they put up with the stuff that you've put up with. I'm going to be extremely angry at the band and the, those who did that. But I would also be upset at anybody who had the opportunity to to prevent that from happening from just by just letting everybody know that it happens. But I think the point of that is though, is that you've got to, it's just like anything else. You see it, you say it kind of thing. It's like, if you're in a situation with that, you see somebody treating somebody with disrespect as a person in that group, I got to go shut the fuck up. You need to stop, stop treating this person this way. 
Yeah, it's but like, you got to get public about it. Uh, but I'm I'm saying incident by incident kind of thing. I mean, it's got to be. You know, if you've got a member of your band that is loves playing grab ass with uh, with women at a show you need to call him out on that you as a band member with that dude or you know what i'm saying i think that that's more the place where it's got to start kind of grassroots you know i mean yeah it has to come from within i mean there there's so many good dudes and there's there are some bad dudes and i feel like sometimes the good dudes could really do us all a favor by speaking out because i mean i've in various times when things are happening to me or to people I know, there was in a room full of whole dudes who didn't have anything to say about what's happening. It's so, like, uh, so uh, am I right and Chuck's wrong that that you know if you were to give us like the names of the bands that have done this and we called them out on the podcast, like we have the the weekly douchebag or something like that, <laughs> that would be something that you would appreciate. No, I don't want to. I don't want that to be connected to my name well no exactly if we had you and like you know we got you know invited all of the female journalists who have put up with this kind of bullshit and we'll do a douchebag report because i'm just thinking of you know that the next 16 year old girl who wants to go interview corporal kalani and what happens to her it's really awful and it's so so problematic that women are gonna have to do this but i feel like is on us at this point to educate ourselves and realize, you know, there are some situations that we shouldn't put ourselves into. And it's really shitty that it's our responsibility because that shouldn't be our responsibility. We should be able to go into any space and feel safe. But the fact is, if you are backstage and you're around a bunch of drunk dudes who might be older than you or outnumber you, things can happen and they shouldn't happen. It's not our fault. It's never our fault. No matter what we're wearing or what we're doing, it's not anybody's fault ever if they're assaulted or groped or treated inappropriately. I'm a little older now, and I'm definitely a lot tougher than I was when I was 16 or 19. So nobody really fucks with me anymore. And if they do, I fuck with them right back. It's harder for t- for younger girls because younger girls are already being told that you know why are you in- you shouldn't be into metal in the first place, and if right. you are, you should be listening to all these bands with corsets and big boobs. You shouldn't give a shit about you know bolt thrower. And then on top of that, if they go to a show, you're, you know, you're treated wrong sometimes. And it's, it's really discouraging. And people wonder, why aren't more girls into metal? It's not a very welcoming place all the time. So isn't it, I guess I would make the argument that if somebody does something, anything, good, bad, otherwise, to a journalist, they should expect that it should go onto the record and be made public. Yeah, it's scary to think about things like that when you're a teenager, though. <laughs> all the bad things, all the worst things that have happened to me happened when I was really young. So I was didn't really know. That was even really before the internet was that big of a thing. I'm just looking back on it now. And yeah, I could say, you know, this guy from this stupid band did this when I was 19. But it's like, I don't really want to bring it up because I, really, I don't really like thinking about it either because it's dehumanizing and it's depressing. It's a bad memory. It's not really the what you want to, when you decide, you know, my dream is to be a writer and I want to write about music and I'm going to go to Germany to this festival. I'm going to talk to these bands and cover it for this magazine. It's going to be awesome. You don't, you kind of want to focus on that, not the whole, you know, this guy 10 years older than me shoved his tongue down my throat without my, without asking. Like it's, it's just strange. It's bringing up a lot of old memories. That it's, oh, I'm sorry. But I guess, you know, it's sort of like, you know, conversations I have with my wife and my wife just says all the time, 
stop trying to fix things. Stop trying to just listen. <laughs> so I'm listening, but I'm doing the same thing I always do, which well, is, all right, how do we fix this? But what I've always said, what I've said about this, well, what I've said about this all along is, is that it's not about fixing it. It's about doing it differently. If if you start doing it differently, people will follow suit. The, you can't what have your interview out in public all the time. Well, no, 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 no. Have- I'm not talking about her. I'm talking about us as metal dudes. It, the The difference is is we have to treat people differently. Is if we stop doing you know participating in this crap, then then suddenly dude, it it, it, it trickles. How down, can you right? say that we're about to put a ten minute interview with Steel Panther on the air? But. <laughs> Yeah, but they're talking about poop. <laughs> it's I, hey, man, and the hottest chicks in metal still exist. I mean, it's it, it's it, it's part of it. I don't I don't subscribe to Revolver anymore. So there, my choice has been made. You know, you know what I'm saying. So it's like I have to make that choice on a certain level and what I can accept and what I cannot accept. And I look it's like that that old Gandhi quote. I think it was Gandhi: "Be the change you want to see in the world." It's you can't just send out a mandate like all right everybody act like this now that's yeah. good to tell but it's it's really a personal evolution that needs to occur within everybody who's involved it's like you you can't be a shithead but Stop I guess like, like in Arizona when Arizona wanted to have the the anti gay marriage laws right and all that stuff and then the Super Bowl came along when everybody was like we're gonna boycott Arizona and Super Bowl says we're taking the Super Bowl out of phoenix then all of a sudden jam brewer says okay i'm not going to sign into law if 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 arizona were a metal band from i don't know like israel or something me as being the nfl i want to have the opportunity to be able to say i'm not going to support this asshole uh, uh metal band from israel you know what i'm saying i don't know i don't want to tell you man i don't really want to talk about the things that I've had to deal with because I'd rather talk about more positive, productive things. Don't you don't, think that trying to put this to an end would be productive? It's not my job. I know it's not your job, but <laughs> yeah, you're right. the, it's never, but it's, it's sort it's of like just one person isn't going to change the way that women are treated in metal. But people that actually one. have power that are perpetuating these stereotypes and perpetuating these you know, offensive tropes are the ones that really need to make a change, and they won't make a change until their audience shows that they don't appreciate. They don't Says want the that person anymore. who just quoted Gandhi, but you know, <laughs> one person one person can make a change, right? I mean, uh, I mean, I do what I can, yeah. but I, I don't really want to focus on like it's not uh, if I don't want to name the name, I'm not yeah. going to. No, no, like, no, you no, calm exactly. down a little bit. What would it take? <laughs> a different world. I sort of regret even bringing it up. <laughs> See, whenever anything like this comes up, that's all anybody wants to talk about. Well, no, so it's just much more it's beneficial not to talk about things that. To it, it's more beneficial to focus on progress, I think. And if somebody doesn't want to talk about an experience they had, that's perfectly reasonable. Just mm-hmm. because I don't need my, like I I want people to associate me with you know, with good writing and good ideas and good work i don't want to be that girl that that shitty band messed around absolutely i don't need that yeah that's a very small part of my experience it's a small part of what i have to offer as well like i don't really yeah the things that happened when i was a teenager that i don't necessarily want to go into the dirty details of like they shaped me as a writer and as a person and have affected my you know, my behavior and the way that uh, 
you know, I've lived my life, but it's, at this point, sort of take it as a life lesson and am trying to use what I've learned and what I've gone through, what I've experienced to help other people and to help move the conversation forward as to why this things like this aren't acceptable and how we can help change them. Absolutely. Well, we really appreciate you being willing to, I, I think, make a big stride towards that with this conversation. I know it's uncomfortable, but to me that it's it for you got to understand for us we're completely ignorant completely ignorant have no idea what's happening backstage because when we go backstage nobody's grabbing my ass no matter how tight i put my pants on it, it just doesn't happen no. and it's i'm a, going to well, the gym a, i'm trying to lose yeah, weight nobody's grabbing experience. my butt nobody's grabbing yeah. my butt you don't want them to it's very dehumanizing I, absolutely i don't but i'm ignorant of it because i don't realize that that's what's going on uh, I don't know. I, I mean, I, it doesn't happen all the time. I mean, no, no, exactly. No, <laughs> no, that's not the point. No, it isn't it, really it, worth focusing on so much because I mean, it's not. It's not this massive epidemic. It's something that happens. Lots of shitty things happen. Yeah. I think it's you know, if we could get twelve band names from anybody and any female metal journalist that might be listening to this, I just want twelve so we can have a douchebag of the month. And hell, if I get fifty-two, <laughs> we'll do douchebag of the week. But I want if there's something that I want to fix this. I'm a guy. That's what guys do. We try to fix things. I want to fix this. Well, so do women, and I'm doing it in my way. Yeah, exactly. Be better. Be cool. a better person. Uh, the, the, that's your that's your goal. Godless is to be a better person. <laughs> Who said that? Uh, that's my. I'm telling you that. <laughs> work on that for a little while. Oh, we got to wrap up the conversation. Kim, thank you. For sure. Sure. Uh, when you do your editing, try to make me sound like I'm smart. <laughs> <laughs> hey, trust me, that's what we always do with us. Uh, mix <laughs> words, put this word there. Uh, stop saying it. It doesn't that. work, though. No, we, we 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 definitely appreciate you taking the time. This is a conversation that's never going to be over. Uh, you know, it's something that's going to be on forever as long as as long as these. List of hottest chicks and blah 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 are still coming out, and you know, it's as long as all that stuff's going to be there, it's I think it's going to be a part of it. It's a huge, I mean, it's not just metal, metal is a very small subculture, oh, totally. The rest of the world, the rest of the world has a, has a lot of women issues too. But we also, <laughs> yeah, that hot. great article you did on the band from Iran, yeah, yeah, they had the whole concept album about oh, they're from India, India, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, India, yeah, that, that was great, that was really heartening to see that. I'm glad that it got as much attention as it did. Yeah, two guys got uh, uh, the death penalty this week for the that awful, awful, awful rape that happened. Uh, what was it? A year, year and a half ago. Good. In metal, in a world of extremes, we everything is sort of taken to the to the nth level, or at least it seems like it sometimes. And it's then yeah. uh, it's good to slow down and like to have a conversation about stuff, you know, and, and actually try to figure, you know, figure things out, get a point of view, you know? Yeah. Yeah. The so. more conversations, the better. Cause there's some things that people don't talk about and then they assume that they're not a problem. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I spend a lot of time talking about like feminism and metal and how women, like the whole women and metal thing. Cause that's what I know. That's my life. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly. what has been my life for so long. And, you know, as much as some people might not like it, I do get notes from other girls and other women saying, you know, I'm glad that there's somebody out there talking about this because I don't know anybody else who's into metal. I don't know any other women that are into metal or I've been into metal for so long and I don't have anybody to talk to about it or just thank you for speaking up. You know, every time I get a message like that, it makes all, all the rest of the bullshit worth it because that's all I really want to do. I want to make metal 
a better, a more welcoming, a safer place for more teenage girls and more women and more more people in general, but especially more women to get involved because it belongs to us too. God damn it. I'm sick of having it called into question whether or not we belong here. Because <laughs> we fucking do. We've been here since the beginning. Boom. Boom. And we'll leave it. <laughs> Bam. Drop the microphone and walk away. You're <laughs> done right on that one. That was that awesome. That was a mic drop. <laughs> awesome. awesome. Thanks, Kim. We appreciate it. Sure. It's fun. <laughs>
Misery Index on the Metal Sucks Podcast. That is an awesome album. I mean, like an amazing album. The Calling is uh, the name of that song right there. That one, uh, you can find it. It's actually up on the interwebs at a few places, but but uh, you got it here on the Metal Sucks Podcast. Is that album to 2014, what Arsis' album last year was 2013? This is like, I, I actually wrote a review of it for uh, Metal Injection, so uh, that's I was going to post sometime this week, but... Uh, I, my I, my love of it is is that it's got this traditional death metal feel, but then incorporates like kind of elements of newer, uh, just some of the new stuff that's been happening in the last ten years, but doesn't go like full on deathcore. You know, it doesn't go gent too far. Doesn't it there. doesn't yeah, yeah, it doesn't go into too many different areas, and it's the best thing I think Misery Index has ever done. So cool. yeah, check out that album, man. All right, we got to wrap this thing up, man. We're going way long as always. Uh, here we go again. And, and we started this uh, this week with the first douchebags of the week. That would be you and I. Oh, yeah. That's us. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yay! We are douchebags. But thanks to uh, Grim Kim for uh, coming on the show and discussing, you know, women's issues in metal. Man, I want with that conversation could literally go for like five hours. Personally, uh, always something that we could talk about. Thanks to Vincent Axel for sitting down with uh, to Steel, with Steel Panther and those dudes. I. Okay, I really love the new record. I really do. I have to admit it, even though even though it makes me feel uh, guilty. I'm a douchebag of the week. <laughs> I, son of a bitch. Is that is that bad? Uh, a gangbang at the old folks' home, dude. It's just fucking hilarious. Well, you can make fun uh, of old people because they're about to die anyway. Okay, all right. That's they're, all right. They're fair game. All right, cool. That's cool. But uh, make sure you uh, comment uh, on this thing on iTunes. Uh, you can follow us on iTunes or subscribe on iTunes and make sure that it comes to your uh, device every week on Monday when we post it. Of course, post on MetalSucks.net every Monday. And uh, we are on Twitter. I am at BeardedApe. Uh, at Godless Speaks. And uh, speak your mind and we'll delete you. All right. Awesome. So until next week, I think next week maybe... Uh, Opeth? Possibly. Ooh. I don't know. We're, we're going to have a bunch to choose from next week, so okay. I'll have to see what exactly pops up. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Metal Sucks Podcast.